0: How right.
1: vaccine or mra will ever flow through my fucking blood blood never i will fucking die fucking fighting for my father's and my fucking lineage fuck these motherfuckers
2: struck from YouTube and i i'm making the decision that i'm just not going to go back on on that platform because um I, I have been holding my tongue and um basically editor well, not editorializing um being selective in the uh, stories that i would um uh, report on um particularly those surrounding um vaccines adverse events to vaccines etc so um uh that's that's the way it's got to be i'm going to be speaking with Walder um in uh hopefully a couple of minutes let me just uh email him the uh the chat oh my computer's glitching like crazy copy invite link Right, let me just—I've got to just send the email and get the wow. Um, is that my camera that's glitching out? It, it is, isn't it? Ha! <laughs> fucking nothing works. Goddamn, help your boys. I can use my button right, now. You little button. Shut it. <laughs> isn't that not working? The Jew. They always—they always come through, but um. We will, we will keep soldiering on and uh, do our best. So let me just find my email. About oh, do this, do this. About oh, uh, send invite link. All right, let's let's do that. So um, whilst whilst I'm waiting
0: for um, God, oh, why is it? Oh dear! Oh dear! Let's do this.
2: Okay, let me keep that on the screen whilst I wait for Walter. Um, look, this this is the I hate the word now. The terrain that we have to navigate, and the um, the sim- the simple fact is, this is what I've been telling you. F- for her since forever, right? You cannot t- trust these corporate platforms, especially in the age of covert moral bio-enhancement. That includes psychological warfare against you, and they will do anything to shut down people who are calling out well essential war crimes, okay? And it would be naive to think that staying on a platform like YouTube and calling out um, (laughs) the deep state for crimes against humanity, Um, their incessant pursuit of uh, biowarfare agents and medical countermeasures is anything but a losing strategy. So, um, like I say, people that are listening, please, 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 um spread the word wow you know there's sixty six watching on rumble that's pretty good um we've got eighty people watching so far, so that's um that's not so bad, considering um we're um highly highly dependent on um or we were highly dependent on um YouTube to sort of send out alerts, but folks that this is not stopping the totalitarian globalist technocratic wankathon that they've got uh, lined up for you isn't going to stop and we you've got to you've got to adapt you've got to you've you've got to stop being um creatures of convenience okay and it means that you're going to have to seek out other places get a, get a, i don't know does rumble have an app for the phone that does alerts i don't even know how it works on rumble if it sends out alerts or not um but the um it it's not going to get better okay and you know when you you know just just to go off on um Simon says, free speech video site Rumble now has Peter Thiel as a shareholder. His company, Palantir Technologies helps spy agencies make sense. So, yeah, 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 of course, of course. Um, don't expect Rumble to be there. And literally, the the last readout that we have is maybe Twitter and our own streaming platform. But, you know, the th- that streaming platform is very, very costly. And, you know, I was talking with Simon yesterday um, the, the the numbers that are using it, I'm not sure, warrant the um, the expense at the moment. I'm not sure I can maintain the expense to keep running it because um, it is very very expensive to do. Um, I'm not. Um, I of course I want to pursue it, but unless it really starts gaining traction in the first few months, I'm just not. I'm not going to have the the funds to be able to do it i've got to be able to um (laughs) eat and feed my kids so i'm still waiting for walter did i send that email let me just check um yeah should do Uh, still waiting for walter um i need to just get walter in my (laughs) contacts for um the most free site is Shoot, but even they remove murder killing videos look man you know um gore videos look if you want gore go to chaotic.com okay um i th- this isn't about gore this is this is about talking about government programs that have spun out of control Oh, no i wouldn't even say spun out of control have been uh, are being deliberately maneuvered to make sure that the, that they're controlling every aspect of your life the covid-19 pandemic has la- laid the groundwork for their total surveillance state and it's and state is the wrong word it's just transnational public private partnership that's going to be run by wefers basically And woe betide you, should you should you want to speak up against it. Now we may be living in more enlightened times where you're not going to get shipped off to deepest Siberia uh, to be put into the Gulag, but the um, they just your home becomes your Gulag. That they'll just restrict your access to these digital services, and you know any of the corporate platforms are essentially going to be um don't trust them don't trust them you you've got you've got one one platform which we're trying to build out and barely anyone is using it and i get it it's easy it's easier to go to uh youtube or to rumble to um to Switch on their app and um, do the recording. But and unless unless the facilities are being used, it's it's going to be very very hard to uh, just maintain it going into the future. And it's you know it's not just um, it's not just the, the the hardware itself. You know I like I, I like to try and you know the, the little I can do is help the people that are running it as well and you know i'm I'm not sitting here on, on piles of gold <laughs> trying to do this this is this is literal activist streaming um trying to find our way uh through the political nonsense the the scientific gaslighting that they're engaged in and the still no walter ah um what can I do for that? Well, whilst whilst we're waiting, um, whilst we're waiting for Walter, what I'll do is I'll just remind um, everyone uh, where they can find me. Go to go to McCann Dojo, okay, and you know we'll we'll do a bit of housekeeping here, okay. This site keeps us alive this keeps us being able to stream and give me the space to be able to look at papers and break them down for you and give you my thoughts and opinion on them and maybe you don't agree with my opinions about everything but um you know i do think uh we're over the target a lot of the time and i i would um again encourage everyone to you know if, if you want this available to you and you don't just want to be fed a plate of vanilla scented dog shite via the likes of YouTube you you must you must um, support um, this project and if if we can't get the support it, it'll go down in flames and uh, another bar on the prison will be um, placed in front of you so um you know if you're not already become a member of the discord right do it do it through mccann dojo okay and we'll let you in um i'm still trying to pass a midwestern doctor's theory for clot formation that doctor is it's just laying out exactly what i've been telling you that these are amyloidogenic clots Right, but we can argue about the minutiae of the details, but 99.99% they're amyloidogenic. Okay, um, also, you can get an email. Okay, go to register to be notified, and I will give an email when I go live. Okay, if you're not signed up for that, um, you just put your email in click agree and you can unsubscribe at any time but i do try to use this as a way to um get word out that i am streaming and we're going to be uh doing something of interest i hope and well i'm still still waiting on walter so
0: um Did I I sent it to him? I did send him the link. Hmm. I uh do the zoom link group. Bear with me, folks.
2: Anyway, um uh, email notifications work really well. Uh, I mean, it should do. It's bloody expensive. <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> but the, look, the, this is this is the world in which we find ourselves, you know, that that's why these platforms are so seductive. YouTube has all the alert systems built into it. Um and, and again, I don't know about Rumble. So, um if it's if it does an alert, I don't I don't I should probably spend more. I just know that it does do the stream and people are um, going to it and using it. And the getting occasional buffering um, per minute or so on WTYL. Um, so let um, let Simon know, or well, I'll let Simon know. And what we're going to do with the... Um, WTYL platform is set up, and I'm no expert on this, but it's this um, content delivery around something called Kubernetes that basically sort of automatically stands up resources as you need them for people who are, uh, as people sort of log in to watch. And Rumble, no buffering yet, Simon's putting a link to another. Um, I, I don't know. We talk, you listen. Um, I, again, uh, this is. Judge Ruby says, "Can I get neapolitan dog shite?" Right? Um, yeah, I don't even think we, we you'll get that. I'm afraid. Like I say, that if you can't see the accelerationism that is happening right now, and I, d- I don't know what to tell you okay all those that uh, applauded the uh, the rollout and mandating of gene transfection technologies have laid the groundwork i would i would say that those who have um well If you want to give me um, cryptocurrency, I'm happy to take it. But, you know, that's that was them sort of trialing the infrastructure needed for central bank digital currencies. That's all coming. Um, there, There are protests happening right now in I want to say it was Amsterdam and London where people are actively showing their displeasure about the idea of central bank digital currencies. I think the executive decision has already been made that they're going to be rolling this type of stuff out. And, you know, why why would that be? Yes, there's probably an element of... Hang on a second. Something about... um, Vaping. JM um I actually bought a uh vape yesterday and um it was bloody hard actually. Um every vape that I tried to get <laughs> was they wouldn't they wouldn't ship it to me but I got one, some batteries, some juice, and it wasn't cheap. Um it was uh I wanna say it was like two hundred Canadian dollars. To get like the whole kit and caboodle and i don't know how long that juice lasts but i've been informed that my uh vaping uh vaping system is in in the post and we will uh i will be blowing big clouds of vapor on stream when i get it and let me just do this go back to the Live stream chat, um, and yeah, right now I'm just waiting for Walter to um, join the link. Um, he was ready to go, sort of eight thirty. I said I've got a bunch of setup to do, um, but nothing, nothing since. No response. I, I hope he's okay. Um, so as we're on Rumble and uh i had a uh, oh no i don't have them i don't have them set up anymore I, th- there's a whole bunch of shahids that we could go through i i, I feel free to do that uh, comedy skit now of looking at shahids but um as i thought i was going to have walter on um <laughs> and i was trying i was trying to be a good boy for YouTube just to try stay on YouTube just to give people the option um, I have I, I haven't been doing that so um, But I do have there's a whole bunch of of people who have uh, sequestered their carbon and We can we can poke fun at them now and uh, have a good laugh uh, Take those honk pills with the black ones Uh, Let's see, maybe it went to spam. Redutable RDA MTL deck is for men. Pens are for girly men. Uh, Let me just show you. I'll I'll show off my uh, vape that I did get Um, here. (laughs) And uh, the color choice was not mine. It was the only one that I could get that would. Oh, there's Walter. There's Walter. Here we go uh just waiting for him to get in admit oh come on admit my computer's really laggy it hasn't been reset for <laughs> over a month walter how are you sir hello hang on let me let me just uh switch switch screen so people can see your uh chiseled uh, the Jew. Oh, no you got the you got the monkey Jew. yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> but we're on rumble now i'm uh, i'm not going back to youtube um i'm i'm gonna cut loose with uh all sorts of antisocial um <laughs> outrageous sound sound clips and sound drops uh let me just switch off my other camera there we go that should be us on the screen and um that Jig says walter trying to save me i don't know if you were listening to the the stream just prior to joining but um, no i was not <laughs> i'm 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 sold on vaping after my last trip to the US and um mm-hmm. I bought I bought like these little um disposable ones and um they're 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 two uh, well they run out real quick and I've invested I've invested it it's about two hundred Canadian dollars to get uh it's called a Geek Vape Aegis Legend two with Cerebrus two hundred watt starter kit. Whatever that means. I'm...
1: Well, I I, I was uh, finishing my uh, daily cigars. <laughs> what I was doing. I smoke a cigar after dinner every night.
2: Oh, you do? Uh, any yes. particular brand that's uh, your Monte Cristo man? Uh,
1: I do like Monte Cristo. Um, I like Upman. Um, I like CAO. I like Julio de Monterey Excalibur Black. Mm-hmm. So there's the variety that I smoke. But I, I think... Um, Money, Cristo, and Upman are my favorites at the moment. Mm,
0: mm.
2: Yeah, I, I used to like uh, the odd cigar now and again, but um, I could I could never maintain the discipline of just keeping it in my mouth. I would inhale.
1: Oh, I never inhale it, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I mean, I I did when I was younger, and it made it, it, yeah. It just does not make my does not make me feel good. No, unless like, like someone overload. takes a Brillo
2: pad to your uh... right, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> so I make sure to I never inhale it. I just love the taste, and I love the that's the 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 Veldan of being under the spell of a good cigar is just magical so <laughs> I, I
2: applaud you for your discipline because i, I thank I'm, you I'm, I'm always uh well i'll suck that right down
1: <laughs> you know i i thought i you know, back when i was on twitter i thought i had some pretty good cigars and then a doctor in florida sent me a Picture of his humidor and it was just loaded with like sixty dollar Cubans and it was oh, like oh my god. Do you have a
2: humidor? Are you are you that are you that into it? For
1: I have a small humidor. It keeps about twenty cigars, and I I never keep I I have to limit myself to one a day, so I do not keep more than twenty on hand. Okay.
2: <laughs> so what's what's the price of uh, one of your cigars? What's the?
1: They went about ten bucks a stick. Pew. Oh. I I get them I get them from uh, JR Cigars or uh, Mike Cigars. Um, I, that way I avoid the uh the tax situation, and they're, they're otherwise it'd be twenty or thirty dollars a stick if I got them.
2: Yeah, that's the, the t- thing that put me off of surprise. It's yeah. <laughs> <They're laughs> <really> ridiculously <laughs> expensive, and um, yeah, it's I I would be a chain smoker, dude. Um, if it wasn't would really- you really? Oh, oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I quit smoking in my twenties um but i've always always i've never stopped nicotine right and
1: i can't break that habit um well that's good because it it takes up the nachr receptors so the spike can't get to it yes so it's actually, yes. a-
2: a- any it's actually excuse, good any excuse to that's my it. excuse so <laughs> yeah, right
0: so
1: because on the nicotine has a greater affinity than the spike for the nachr receptor so that's my that's my medical excuse to smoke cigars yeah
2: that's uh any excuse to get nicotine in i'll, I'll um i'll justify it it's it's good for you. it saves off parkinson's that was uh that's, that's true well you know there's I, I don't know how true that is. It's one of those sort of large epidemiological observations. Well, let's
1: hope it's true. They can leave it at that. <laughs> mm,
2: well, I, I don't think it's worked in my case. Um, my, my last MRI wasn't looking good, bro. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, hypo intense all through my globus um, pallidus externus, which is the indirect uh, pathway, which is what goes wrong um, when you get Parkinson's and... Um... <laughs> Nice morning
1: so oh <laughs> well, i'm sorry to hear that
0: it,
2: it is what it is look man i'm 50 and um you know looking at it you could probably say you, yeah you've got five ten years of um normal activity that puts me in sixes and then another 10 years is just, is just sort of that's it you're, you're you're heading down right and you know my grandfather had it um so it's it's obviously in the family we just we just have the medical technologies now to be able to um to to peer into the brain um it it doesn't yeah i'm not sort of concerned beyond the just oh i'm just slow moving in the morning and and it's what it is (laughs) get out for a walk
1: yes (laughs) It's interesting because that uh, MRI uh, paper study that came out, uh, I think it was last week, that I referenced in my substack shows the uh, the brainstem uh, lesions due to uh, the spike protein. And it's. It, it, what I also find interesting is that it's the, as I ha- hypothesize, and the MRIs are proving true, it's the immune complexes the spike doesn't actually even have to enter the uh the brain to cause the damage it's the immune complexes of the spike which leads me to a couple big discoveries that uh, i've made over the past day um one of them i've realized is that it really isn't the spike per se that is the problem the problem is that if the spike is cleaved and then proteolysis occurs. It's mm-hmm. the peptides, of it's the cleavage and the peptides of the spike that are the danger. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's like the spike in and of itself is a fully formed intact spike. And the studies have shown that it doesn't actually do anything, it's the full spike by itself. Mm-hmm. But when it's cleaved and proteolized, that's when it causes all the pathology. Mm-hmm. So it's when it's broken apart, that's, yeah, what, that's the danger.
2: Cluster munition of um, amyloidogenic peptides. I don't know if you've like, yes. seen my um, recent streams, uh, but someone sent me a useful software called Waltz. Um, maybe. Does this work? Is that working? Do you see my screen?
1: Uh, I see, has started. Yes, I do.
2: Yes. Okay. So um, this. Is the amyloidogenic um analysis of Delta? Oh wow. Um, and this is Omicron. This <laughs> is wait. This is Moderna.
0: This is Unreal.
2: This is uh I can't remember what this was. This is h1n1 flu and just for shits and giggles we i I ran oc 43 the sort of um ancestral beta coronavirus um and that's highly amyloidogenic as well yes it is it's the common common cold now but um after t- so after the stream people people were asking are we ge- are we getting all concerned because you know all many viruses are going to be containing these amyloidogenic sequences um well maybe so i i looked into the the history of OC43 and it's they think it's responsible for the uh, a pandemic in the 1890s And um, even though it's considered mild now, I mean, as good as sort of clinical reports are from um, over 100 years ago, apparently it was much, much more severe um, during the actual (laughs) pandemic itself. And, you know, I made made the point yesterday that um, it doesn't it doesn't have the fearing cleavage site that is the problem in um uh the current SARS sort of iteration but um you know these are these are things that you know people should be aware of right we shouldn't be sort of well <laughs> under normal circumstances Were it just a Natural virus, etc. I would just bin it with other viruses and hope that the immune system does its best, and I would consider that the the best way to proceed forward. But um, we live in an age where they've decided to take these amyloidogenic sequences and gene transfect them into into people and we we don't know the consequences of that and but i think we're seeing them uh, yes yes so you know the um the <laughs> o- obvious uh question that i can ask freely as uh, we're not being um <laughs> peered down upon by the youtube i've saw on um what's what's your opinion on
1: oh, what's it called died suddenly uh, well i, I it, that's exactly what i wanted to talk about you mean you mean the movie yeah yeah i think i am not a big fan of the of uh i haven't watched it but i don't think the movie is is really as much of the point as um the mechanisms behind it and we all know about okay so what i have discovered in the last 24 hours is the die suddenly the sudden deaths it looks like there are at least three roads that are leading to a sudden cardiac death one of course is myocarditis the other is brain stem malfunction leading to probably Uh, central apnea and or a fatal arrhythmia which is why people are dying in their sleep and if you look at my most recent post the study they did of of severe covid it was a limited number of people but five of them died in their sleep Mm. suddenly Mm. so I, i think that again is it a very fast mechanism or is it the same mechanism that is taking more time in some people Rather than being the, the the path is is more, um, more accelerated in some than others, but it's still the same path. And if you look at this, I found this paper. Um, if you could please bring this up, I put it in the chat. And I think this is a very very interesting paper, which shows. So we have myocarditis, we have the brainstem, and then we have amyloidosis as the third path. They all converge on sudden. Cardiac death. Mm. Um, I don't know if you can share the screen and and, and look at this paper, but I'm I, I'm very curious. And if you look, all the cardiac sudden deaths, none of them had arthrosclerosis. Uh, hang on one second. Let me just. I, I think maybe one did, but the point is, is that the vast majority of them, none of them, uh, the vast majority of them did not have arthrosclerosis. Mm. So if, if you could just go through this paper, yes, thank you.
2: So, amyloid deposition of improperly folded insoluble proteins may affect one organ, or maybe systemic. This we know. Although plasma cell dyscrasia—that's a new one. By the
1: way, that's another thing I addressed: is is the the uh, the malformed B cells. That's another thing I discussed in a previous post. On so I predicted that as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's the dyscrasia.
1: Yes, that's a crazy, yeah. Uh,
2: It's frequently implicated in etiology and is due to immunoglobulin light chain production, Uh, amyloidosis, age related amyloidosis believed to be secondary to transithrin production. Chronic inflammation-related amyloidosis is fought due to acute phase reactants, and dozens of others are also described. Clinical presentation is dependent upon the organs involved, and those associated with <laughs> unexpected death are expected to involve the cardiovascular system. Here all we cases, are. Yeah, all cases received for forensic post-mortem examination, blah, 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 South Carolina search to identify any in which amyloidosis was listed as final diagnosis. Seven cases were identified that met the criteria and were previewed for demographic information, presentation, cause and manner of death, and assessment of pertinence of the diagnosis of amyloidosis to the cause and manner of death. Interestingly, gross examination of the heart was suggestive of amyloidosis or other infiltrative process. In only two of the cases reviewed and a history of myeloma was only noted in one individual
1: interesting um and if you scroll down through the cases uh, you can skip through all this and look at the cases Mm. here we go like case one
2: So a 70-year-old black, 74-year-old, sorry, uh, black male presented to the hospital following a fall down three stairs, multiple rib fractures. Ouch, that hurts, I know, from yep. personal experience. <laughs> uh, had elevated troponin 1, decreased urinary output, and an elevated creatinine of 2.3 mg per dl. Were noted upon evaluation. Respiratory distress and arrest ensued, and, ins- and he died on the hospital day three despite resuscitation attempts. Mm. medical history was significant for congestive heart failure with an ejection fraction of 30% mitral regurgitation systemic and pulmonary hypertension and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease well the COPD is a killer that took my, that took my father out and it was it was his heart that gave out in the end findings um, at autopsy included a calculated body mass index of 26.0 oh, was fatty as well <laughs> with um, chamber dilation and diffuse pale brown coloration and increased ventricular wall thickness. Um, no significant coronary artery arthrosclerosis mm-hmm. was present. Interesting. The mm-hmm. lungs weighed 660 grams together and bilateral pleural effusions were noted. Microscopy demonstrated cardiac myocyte hypertrophy and patchy amorphous pink material in the myocardial interstitium. This material stained positively with congo red there's that stain folks. that's what we have to do yeah. um i was I was tearing off yesterday just at um I don't, uh, Karen Kingston was one of these individuals some some doctor woman who's in tune with the great spirit of Ramfen apparently <laughs> <laughs> that's a, as a um i don't know medical framework a thirty thousand year old demiurge by the sounds of it. <laughs> but, uh, anyway um but th- th- they were th- they're looking at these live blood um, samples from people where they can see these um ribbon-like uh, occlusions insoluble and i i I think you would agree with me that, that, that's, that there's a high probability that those ribbons that they're seeing in these, um, not only vaccinated, but uh, people who have had COVID, are likely the amyloid occlusions building up. Absolutely. Um, but none of them are doing the stain for Congo Red. And they need to. Yeah, yeah it's it's critical um it's it's incredibly infuriating but
1: well that's one of the things that's one of the issues brought up in this paper is the incredible cost of doing that and that's why it's not done at autopsy because of the incredible cost involved in doing that
2: well congo red isn't expensive what's expensive is the tissue preparation
1: right right is getting is getting to that point, yeah, yeah, so that the process is prohibitively expensive,
2: yeah, so you know you need a pathologist, you need to extract out your organs of interest, and you know even even taking the heart out of a monkey or the brain out of a monkey is a you know that's a half day effort, right, just to. <laughs> just to chip away at well, the it's just sort
1: of like getting the uh rear main seal fixed on your car the part's five dollars but you have to take the right. it out <laughs> to... <laughs> right.
2: and then 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 there's the, the the time sink with just processing the tissue right so you you've got to you've got to perfuse it properly and then you've got to slice it so um and then you've got to mount it onto slides then it needs dehydrating and then, then you do your stains and it's, well, it's somewhat automated now, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's not easy. Right. But, and this is something I'm sure you'll agree on as well. It's incredibly disturbing the lack of autopsy data we're receiving from, right from people who are, quote-unquote dying suddenly Um, and and,
1: and if if you continue with i'd like to look at a few of these cases because um as you can see
2: um that's that's amyloid rich
1: yeah um and if you keep looking down like the next one this
2: is heart as well yeah
1: Systemic amyloidosis that are, yes. Mm. And polar. And then if you look for the one that fell, it looks like the precipitating event, someone fell from their balcony, but it looks like it was a arrhythmia from amyloidosis that caused the fall. And
2: they fell off their balcony, you
1: said? Yes, in one of these cases, mm. but they, they they believe that the amyloidosis of the heart precipitated an arrhythmia that caused it. Mm.
2: But, yeah, this is nice. Content. Again,
1: multi- interestingly, the queen died of multiple myeloma just for very a, a interesting. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, not, not a royal fan. Me either. But, <laughs> so, again, myeloma is something that the spike protein can cause. But that's a whole other discussion. Um, but if you keep scrolling down.
2: And she did have. She did have a case of uh, COVID. And right? she did have a
1: case of COVID. Of, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what's this?
2: Uh, oh, this is actually interesting that um, Congo Red is showing up so well under polarized light. That makes my job much, much easier in the coming
1: weeks. Um, okay. And, look, see, people died in there right here. Another. These are all people that are found dead.
2: Mm. Mm. Um, what I would say that all... At that uh,
1: seventy-year-old, what? Um... But, but the point is, is that we're is that this is being accelerated by an by a, you know, we're getting the hearts of seventy-year-olds in much younger people due to the amyloidosis, which is far premature than what it should be. Mm. That's the point. Is that you're getting your people are developing the heart of a seventy-year-old, even though they might have a twenty-year-old body. That's the point.
2: Yes. Yes. And... is that
1: before covid this we didn't see this but now we're seeing this and the point is that it's giving people 70 year old hearts in 20 year old bodies yeah. that's the point
2: yeah and you know we do we don't know the how much it's sort of penetrated in into the population right we can look at the excess deaths we can look at the actuarial data there's a signal there Um, absolutely but you know i I wonder how many people will just sort of limp along especially if they're not sort of exerting themselves
1: well yeah, and if you notice the people who are like there was a a financier that died at 30 Mm -hmm. a just yesterday a country singer the pro athletes and others—we're seeing people with high-stress profiles mm. being taken out first, as you it astutely pointed out. What if you just live along? What if you just take your walk? What if you don't actually do or have a stressful life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this just going to cause it to happen later? Yeah. Well, you know,
2: even if it takes you out in your forties, fifties, that's still that's still. Significant years lost,
1: absolutely. You're, yeah, you're looking at a, what a 40% reduction in lifespan mm. at that point. Mm. But so, this,
2: this paper is uh, thank you very much for this paper because this paper
1: is phenomenal. And if you scroll down, um, see another found dead after this is after this is one the 81 year old that, but they they they, they if you scroll down, they they uh see um. After review of the scene and circumstances, cardiac amyloidosis was considered contributory in that it presumably precipitated an arrhythmia resulting in the fall. Mm.
2: Of course, so course, death was blunt, force trauma to the head. Right, yeah, but, well.
1: but, <laughs> right but, but that was due to, they believe, an arrhythmia mm. caused by the cardiac amyloidosis. Yeah. So yeah. my point is that we're seeing hearts of 70-year-old octogenarians in those who are under 40 and this is my point that the amyloidosis is being accelerated in young and healthy individuals that are having old and unhealthy hearts yeah. this is the problem yeah. now the other point is um how do i get out of okay the other point is the cancer that we're seeing now i think Please look at if you can pull up one more paper, please. Let me put this yeah. in the chat. I think the the cancer is secondary. So if you can, please bring up this paper. Well, so I think the main I point have to stop is
2: just sharing the screen to bring up the
1: okay. chat. Sorry. Um, right. Just bear with me. So I think the accelerated cancers is 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 a, is is secondary to. The primary problem is sudden cardiac death and through three routes I see, myocarditis, brainstem compromise, and amyloidosis. And then I'll wait for you to bring this paper up because this is another very interesting paper and I think extremely relevant and important. Here we are. Uh, Oh, P53. Yep, there you go. There you go. Good old P53.
2: Oncogenic gain of function due to p fifty three amyloids <laughs> occurs through aberrant alteration of cell cycle and proliferation
1: right. so I think it all comes back. I think the main goal of the spike protein is to induce sudden cardiac death and the 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 surge in cancers is secondary because of perhaps this
2: well. Maybe I might tune that statement because not not all people are the same, right? So, right. Um, and you know the the best analogy that I I have is hay fever, and uh, you know some some people are allergic to pollen, some people can be allergic to cats, some people can be allergic to peanuts, and one doesn't necessarily translate to the other. And of course, and and so, you know, my overarching theme is that we need to be um, concerned about amyloid, amyloidosis as a condition, generally, and how, how that manifests in Different people is, like I say, it's going to depend on their genetics, their environment, their general toxic load, their age, you know, all all, all the contributing factors. Oh, I see Dr. Rich Fleming in the chat. Uh, Good to see you, sir. Uh, Hope you're well. Um, And uh, let me just go through this abstract real quick. So. Right. So I think this is
0: incredibly important.
2: So transcription factor P53 also has been shown to aggregate into cytoplasmic and nuclear inclusions, compromising its native tumor suppressive functions. Oh, so it's misfolding. Interesting. Recently, P53 has been shown to form amyloids, which play a role in conferring cancerous properties to cells leading to tumorigenesis. However, the exact pathways involved, excuse me, uh, in P53, amyloid-mediated cellular transformations are unknown. Here, using an in-cellulo model of full-length P53 amyloid formation, we demonstrate the mechanism of loss of P53 tumor-suppressive function with concomitant, concomitant oncogenic gain of functions. Global gene expression profiling of cells suggests that P53 amyloid formation dysregulates genes associated with the cell cycle, proliferation, apoptosis, and senescence, along with major signaling pathways. This is further supported by proteome analysis, showing a significant alteration in levels of p53 target proteins and enhanced metabolism, which enables the survival of cells. Our data indicate that specifically targeting the key molecules in pathways affected by p53 amyloid formation, such as cycling-dependent kinase 1, leads to loss of the oncogenic phenotype and induces apoptosis of cells. Overall, overall, our work establishes the mechanism of the transformation of cells due to p fifty three amyloids, leading to cancer pathogenesis. This article has an associated first person interview with. Oh, okay, that's that's not uh, necessary for the but, paper, but, but I, I've just learned something new. My, I, I, I had no idea that
1: p fifty three could become amyloidogenic. Right, <laughs> and I, th- I think that the reason why we're seeing the surge in cancer, I think the, the the sudden cardiac deaths are just one, of course, of the many manifestations of the amyloidosis. But I think sudden cardiac death is sort of the main quote unquote goal of the spike protein. And this is a secondary effect of it. I think, I think that one can make that case. The, the other thing we need to know is well, yes, there are people dying of sudden cardiac, but how many people are having sudden kidney failure, sudden liver, mm-hmm. liver failure? Mm-hmm. You know, how many people are having other sudden organ failures due to amyloidosis? Because mm-hmm. I do not believe it is simply the heart. I believe it is it it is and can it can be systemic, yes. and it can be other organs other than the heart. Yeah. Clearly, it can be the brain as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. so the question is, what other? Sudden failures are people experiencing and I believe that there has been a great rise in sudden kidney failure as well
2: um, so You know, I've been looking at the CDC and a shout out to Richard um, For this because he he turned me onto to this data, but the CDC data shows three three part primary areas where we're seeing excess deaths dementia cardiovascular cancer and these this is what you would predict if the environment is being seeded with these um, amyloidogenic peptides
1: absolutely and- which, which goes back to what i said earlier that it's not the spike protein per se it's when it's cleaned and protealized mm. that's the danger mm. when it is broken down when it is it, 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 it's, it's, it's like setting up a you know a, a a pool table and you know the 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 balls are all together that's the spike it's when the cute when it's broken apart Mm. that's what's causing all the problems it's Mm. not because one of the papers that i put up showed that the 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 spike itself the full spike isn't causing these things when they expose cells to the full spike it's when it's cleaned and broken apart that's what's causing all the problems Mm. and of course you know, spike is cleaved. and I, I, I would have to assume that through mRNA, the spikes being expressed on the cell surface are being cleaved and broken down. I would assume that they well, have that to be… Well, that was their selling point. <laughs> that was... Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs>
2: that's what they sell people on. Oh, you, it, your body would just break it down and… Um, present well, that's the problem. It. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. I have a huge, huge problem with that. And, you know, it just it just shows the lack of insight into the biology that the um, the mass injectors have with respect to long term consequences. And look, even if you gave them the fact that maybe maybe there's a reduction in acute hospitalization and death um it, 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 it in no way um addresses these sort of
1: longer term issues and the of course it's all it's it's all poppycock it's 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 insanity mm. you know it, it, it's like you know you you, you it's like you save one dollar to spend 20 it doesn't
2: <laughs> well, well, i'm always doing that dude
0: <laughs> so, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not one to uh to comment and wow we've got 125 people watching on rumble shout out to rumble man um and a hundred and wow we've got 159 watching live good show you need to come on more often dude.
1: Can well, I... thank you. I would, I, you know, I, I love to talk, um, anything regarding research. Mm. Um, well, it, so, it's, it's
2: a... so the, uh, I, I did a paper, not, not very well, I'm afraid it was, um, you know, it was a sort of letter. So everything was sort of compacted and, um, you know, a, a lot of the sort of genes that they're mentioning and what have you, I, you know, I don't claim to have any any sort of expertise in, but the the conclusions of the paper were that the S2 subunit is amyloidogenic as well through modulation of an enzyme called gamma secretase, and gamma secretase is um, an enzyme of interest in Alzheimer's, um, and it's mis- how should we say, um, misprocessing of amyloid precursor protein. And, and, you know, that's, that's what these, um, uh, waltz analysis would show. Um, it's, it's studied all through the sequence itself, uh, all through the spike itself. And, you know, just talking about the cleavage aspect um, I think it was the Nystrom and I, I, don't, know, I, have Sod, Sod, I don't know how you pronounce that second name, Sørenstrøm, I think, um, Sørenstrøm, Yeah, Sørenstrøm, <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> God, goddamn Scandinavian names. The right.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
2: they're right tongue twisters, but they, um, you know, quite disturbingly showed that the, the flanking sequences around part of where neutrophil elastase makes its cleavage had been increased relative to um, the original SARS, I guess, uh, or other, I'm trying to think back to the paper. Um, I I think they compared to SARS, and maybe I should pull it up. Um, Let me just see if I can. Pull that up real quick. Just just so just so we're scientifically accurate. Um, uh, uh, I just have the preprint. Let's bring this up. Well
0: while you're doing that, I think. The uh,
1: I think the big takeaway and the big picture of all of this is what the spike protein is doing. Is sort of, I liken it to taking a, a car engine where you have all of the systems running smoothly, you have the coolant running smoothly through, you have engine oil running smoothly through, and what is happening is that the, La, the <laughs> and you had enough? components of the engine are being clogged up and the tubing destroyed mm-hmm. and it's slowly you know uh, you know like pendure fort you know the, the french that you know where they would lay stone on top of stone on someone until they were crushed to death mm-hmm. and it's slowly doing that to the and to the organ is slowly deleting the micro microvasculature and it is slowly clogging up the organs and that is what is happening now what is interesting is why does it happen in some people with lightning alacrity and in others it takes time and hopefully in some it doesn't happen at all so these are the questions that i have
2: yeah um I'm trying to look through the paper right now. Was it part of the um,
0: the supplementary data? I mean, basically what it's
1: doing is it's, it's giving 20 and 30 year olds the but. blood vessels and organs of someone who's in their 80s
2: yeah why why can't i get to the um
0: yes yes yes
2: now I swear to God, there was a um, supporting information is available free at charge. Open link. It just takes me back to ah, how dare you. <laughs> um, this one, maybe. Well, if, it, if if it's not this this paper, um ah yeah, I think I think this is it. So if we go down what we'll find is them making the comparison to other other coronaviruses and the flanking sequences being tuned, I would argue, for yes, this. Um I believe it's this. So, this flanking sequence, I believe. Let me just make. Oh no, here it is. Yes. So, Mars says, Mars, SARS, and SARS CoV 2. And what's identified in red there is these sequences which allow it to be um, cleaved easier by the neutrophil elastase. And it's not there in other related viruses. And again, this to me is just another indicator that um, someone with very, very sophisticated understanding of the amyloidogenic pathways has put this in there. It, it, It makes no sense to me that um, that should just emerge spontaneously, um, and you know people people don't talk about this. They they focus on the furin cleavage site. I've been corrected on open reading frame six, as I I was under the presumption that that was completely novel, um, but it's it is there in other, in the original SARS, but its reactivity is um, increased with respect to amyloidogenic activity, and ORF10 is novel to SARS-CoV-2 as being uh, um, amyloidogenic-inducing peptide accessory protein. And everything, to me, points to this, yeah, a weaponization of the um, well, a, a, a disease process that just isn't on most people's radar, right? Um, epidemiologists are going to be are not familiar with amyloidosis. It's it's a it's a niche area of medicine. It's not it's not that common as a, as a disorder um, generally within the population. Yeah, you can argue that the neurodegenerative component is, but then you're looking at end of life and people just sort of take that as well, you know, you've got to be um you gotta check out somehow, right? So, <laughs> you know, if you survive the cancer and the the cardiovascular disease, <laughs> the the neurodegeneration will get you, right? And right. and and what we're seeing here is I, again, I would argue that someone has and it's 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 not like this isn't known biology. And so they've taken this opportunity to seed the environment uh not only with the virus itself, but also the uh, the mass gene transfection and uh, uh, constantly loading people with these um, with these peptides of concern.
1: Um, and, it- and it, it's not just, uh, if you could please bring up the, the, uh, the paper I just put in the chat, mm. because it's not just doses. There's also very direct damage to the brainstem mm. and yes, right here. Mm. Now they, they say they, they, if you read the paper, they wonder what antigen could be causing it. I think we all know what antigen is causing it. Um. But you take it, a wild stab you, in the dark. Right. Take a guess. <laughs> right. All right, but, let me
2: let me let me read. Yes, out if that you can go through this abstract. Okay. So the underlying mechanisms mechanisms by which severe acute respiratory syndrome leads to acute and long term neurological manifestations remains obscure. I'm not so sure about that. I'm not uh, sure about that either. We aim to characterize the neuropathological changes in patients with uh, SARS and determine the underlying patho- pathophysiological mechanisms. In this autopsy study of the brain, we characterize the vascular pathology, the neuroinflammatory changes, and cellular and humoral immune responses by immunohistochemistry. All patients died during the first wave of the pandemic from March to July 2020. All patients were adults who died after a short duration of the infection. Some had died suddenly with minimal respiratory involvement. And this, this is the important key. This is this is where they've gaslit the public into thinking that just SARS is respiratory pneumonia. Not it, at all.
1: Mm, no. No. Uh,
2: it's It's very, very frustrating
1: and, and but just if i can say one thing before we continue what you'll see and i think the most interesting thing well a lot it's all interesting but um that it is the immune complexes are activating the glial cells which are then literally eating the the brain stem mm. so that that's i think Also, I'm sorry, I'll let you continue.
2: No, 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 it's a a critical point. And, you know, one that um, when I when I'm not uh, doing the comedy routines and I, um, you know, present the papers, there was a very early paper uh, in virology where there's a an account from a Chinese medical resident. Okay, and she said that she had to consciously stay awake to think about breathing right? I read that and you know that's that's an indicator to me that these you know botzinger complex and the other respiratory complexes which are all um, very very close to each other in the brainstem are under uh, under assault now you know the the nature of that assault you know I think you know microglial activation I, I think the evidence is sort of really sort of piling in it in on that um you know how much is viral expression within these regions
1: um oh there was none this is all from the immune complexes mm. they found no viral expression in the brain there's a
2: new paper from um, i want to say scripps institute and they Mm -hmm. do find and well, I I think the data is mixed. Okay, it is mixed. Yes, that is true. And they mentioned that in
1: the paper. Yeah,
2: so some studies say, yeah, but we're finding evidence of viral replication, others say, not so much. But, you know, that there's many, many factors, which would sort of lead up to that, which is, you know, how how leaky the blood brain barrier is becoming. And, you know, there's, I don't think I can emphasize enough just how intricate the vasculature of the brain is right when you when you so you know people have a You're sort right. of comprehension of the lungs right and you you'll sort of see the vasculature of of that it's orders of magnitude more dense and complex in the brain than it is the lungs, because actually al- alveoli are generally, you know, macroscopic um, in, in size. Um, in the brain, you've got to think of the, each functional neural unit, which includes the neuron itself, the astrocyte, the, the microglia, the oligodendrocytes, all need to be close to blood supply. Right. And so and when you think how, you know, how how much packing of active tissue, because it's multiple cell types in the brain, obviously, but they all need um, immediate access to oxygen because their activity can ramp up and down so quickly and so the, the like i say the vasculature is highly complex it's you know it, you know the blood brain barrier itself is you know it's a consequence of the um, the connexin i think is the the protein so it's very 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 tight gap junctions that just are responsible for making sure that only certain molecules are transferred easily into the brain but you know we know that that's breaking down and uh, did you see the uh the presentation from professor anna Burkhardt recently no i have not oh god it's um it's i i've deep. seen
1: references to it I, i've just been so busy i haven't had time to watch it
2: so it, it's in german uh, unfortunately
1: um, but I can the, understand most German when I hear it, so oh, I can okay. probably get through it.
2: So, but the the slides the the slides are self explanatory, and in in that um, in his slides, what they show is that in the brain vasculature, they they see expression of spike protein. The epithelia is breaking down um you've got infiltrate obviously breaking into the parenchyma of the brain and um no uh, and they well, I say how, there's good evidence that it's just from the vaccine because there's no nuclear capsid present when they of sleep. course
1: Yeah, I, I that i did see yes that i did see there's no n protein right
2: and in it's I'm, I'm probably looking, if I put you here, now I can talk to the camera. I've got you over in the other <laughs> corner. But I've tried to make some eye contact with you Um The, uh, the interesting part of that was that um, they get a positive hit with Congo red and also iron deposition, right? And yes. these are um, pathophysiological traits that bo- I know both yourself And myself have been focusing on for uh, a number of years now and you know to to see it to see the predictions theory laying coming out and being demonstrated in the pathophysiology um i i would argue is sort of fair compliance. oh for sure but um it's not it's not having the impact that um I would hope it would. You know, uh, my hope was get some rodents, expose the brain to um, active um, vaccine and see if we get uh, a hit for amyloid, Congo red staining, et cetera. Um, but it's been done already in humans and nary a blip on the radar with respect to um, top-down top-down diktats from bureaucrats who for sure don't understand this pathophysiology. And I would add this caveat to that data that, you know, it was in an, an elder, right? But I would make the presumption that that's happening in the same thing as happening in younger people.
1: And Absolutely
2: that's the i would argue that that would be the pathophysiological
1: footprint of brain fog right you, you. yes but i i again i think it's systemic i don't think it's just oh, yeah. the brain
2: it's, right It's systemic.
1: I, I i think that you know i mean there's infert- i mean you know there's there's infertility it's it, it, you know i think Another good analogy is sort of, you know, the the big plastic island in the Pacific. Mm.
0: Uh, it's it sort of
1: view the view the plastic as the amyloid and the Pacific as the organ. Mm. It's basically slowly filling up the organs with trash. Mm. If, we, if we call the amyloids trash, it's mm. slowly but surely over and over with every exposure mm. slowly filling in the organs, rendering them more and more dysfunctional. Yes. And that is what needs to be looked for. I am certain it will be found, but it is slowly happening. The only question I have is why is it happening very quickly in some slowly and others, and perhaps hopefully not at all, in some, if not many, now this is the main question: mm. Why is this amyloidosis on a curve? Why is it happening? You know, uh, you know. I, I, yeah, it's, it, but that's, there must be a genetic factor. That's a
2: um, a, a driving question in research f- since forever. Well, of right? course, Right. you know why. Why? Well, some... What's causing it
1: this time? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Um, why i want to know why i'm looking and i'm looking and i'm looking and i cannot find why is this happening obviously upon initial infection in in an unfortunate very few it happens as if if you notice i think the most amazing thing about this is that um if you scroll down uh if you can scroll down um to keep going all the way down to the to the discussion and this is what really threw me with this paper. That this made me go. This is the, one of the most important papers. Well, I keep going all the way down to the. Uh, we can come on. back. We I'm can go just, all the way
2: down to the. I'm just taking a quick look. Yeah, I know, here. but <laughs> if, if,
1: if you, yeah, if you can go down to the discussion. Mm.
2: Um. Oh wait, my clear Yeah, uh, well,
1: well, we can get to that. But this, what I want to show is is if you, what I think is very very important. All right, uh, keep going, please. Um, where it gets to the brainstem. Um. And if you can keep going and keep so we going, we also found
2: multi- multifocal loss of neurons in the hindbrain yes, including the cerebellum. Yes. This pattern of neuronal loss cannot be attributed to hypoxia, where more right, not
1: attributed age. to hypoxia. Mm.
2: The damaged neurons were often in close vicinity of activated macrophages or microglia, and there was evidence of neuronophagia suggesting yes, that,
1: yes, this mm.
2: suggesting neuronal. And injury. if you scroll
1: down, the, the, the just one more, you can come back, but I've got to find this sentence. Um let's see um do i need to this is it all right this paragraph is going to read that paragraph interestingly when it begins interestingly um the paragraph that begins interesting you keep going down when it begins interestingly that's that paragraph you can please read that one i okay. think it's the next one so, okay. yes in- this paragraph
2: interestingly several of the pathological findings were more prominent in the hind brain which is consistent with other studies although the cause remains unclear it's been hypothesized that the virus may reach the brain stem via the olfactory pathways of the vagus nerve that innervates the respiratory and gastrointestinal tracts. i was shouting out from the
1: beginning walter mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly
2: However, we were unable to confirm the infection in the brainstem. Involvement of the brainstem could have dire consequences since many vital functions are controlled by this region. Yep. (laughs) But this It may also explain Many of the acute And persistent Manifestations Seen in in patients With COVID-19 Importantly Five patients In our study Died suddenly Most while sleeping While sleeping Uh, Here it is Hence the possibility Of central apnea Needs to be considered Although cardiac Arrhythmia Or dysautonomia Could be Contributory Mm.
1: This paper Everyone needs To read This paper Mm. It it is seminal
2: Um, I'm I want to scroll up and look at those micro. And please, let's
1: go back and look at what you. I, I, yeah. I just wanted to get to that, but please, let's look at what you wanted to look at. I apologize for that. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for. I, I was I was railing yesterday <laughs> about um, you know I wanted I want to see pictures of biology right because these silly bints on this um, podcast that we were um, trashing. You know they were they were making all claims about how. Um, Gene information was transferred via laser light from chickens to duck eggs, and vice versa, such that chickens were born with um, duck bills and webbed feet. And I was like, "Where's the pictures? Right? I mean, this a it's a it's a stunning what? claim. If true, can we can we not just but have... Where's the pi- <laughs> some data?
1: Some but data. but you see this. this... But what this shows is is what I said from the very beginning: SARS CoV two doesn't kill you; SARS CoV two causes you to kill you. Mm. In other words, it causes your your glial cells to eat your brain stem. Mm. Yeah. The, the, there was no infection found in the in 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 the brain stem. This is all caused by a reaction to the immune complexes of the spike protein mm. that's the point
2: and i'll i'll just add that um so, so the cerebellar regions that they're pointing at here these are some of the mm-hmm. most metabolically active cells in. The yes world, right yes they, they fire a hundred spikes per second they're very big um cells and um yeah it doesn't it doesn't surprise me to um to see this now the, the the question becomes what's the what's the precipitating um agent that's getting in there that would um, cause the neuronophagy
1: right they, they talk about that it, it's the uh, it, it's the um it's the uptake from the immune complexes. The deposition, complement deposition—that's what's causing it. Mm. And they talk about that in the paper. That's kind of the one I'm just
2: trying to pass that. So, yeah, which complexes?
1: And well, they, they go through the mechanism. If you, if you go, if you go into the paper, um, if you look for the, it was down in the discussion, and they talk about that.
2: Mm let's see if we can find that okay we investigate whether vascular compromise could be related to endothelial cell dysfunction well i think that's um what, what do you call it
1: peds sped. sped spike protein endothelial disease correct and that's this right.
2: uh another study showed damage to endothelial cells in the brain resulting in <laughs> empty basement membranes known as string blood vessels we found Increased levels of PCAM one on endothes. Again, episode. as
1: I said, destruction of the microvasculature. Hmm.
2: Contrasting Contrast in vitro study showed a decrease in PCAM. I'm not sure what PCAM one is. Um, that's the mechanism of increased PCAM levels remains unclear. I'm trying to find neuronophagy. You keep going down and you discuss it. Uh, to determine whether the compromise of endothelial cells may be an immune-mediated phenomenon, yes. so we look for the deposition of immunoglobulins. Aggregates of IgG and IgM were found on endothelial cells and platelet aggrega- aggregates that co-localized with several members of the complement cascade. The presence of C1Q, C4D, and c 5 B9 suggests activation of the classical complement pathway. We also found deposition of C1q and C3 yes. in macrophages and endothelial cells, which this is s- important. Which has been sown to be induced by SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Deposition of complement cascade and <laughs> immunoglobulin suggests an immune-mediated injury to the endothelial cells.
0: What you've been saying all along.
2: Mm. The antigen- you keep reading, it
1: gets even more interesting.
2: The antigen against which this immune response is targeted remains unknown. Yeah, that's my question.
1: Right, really? Mm.
2: Okay. Poss- possibly the antibodies are directed against an antigen on the endothelium. See, I wonder if this is the. Um, what are they called? Oh, it says anti, anti- idiotypic.
1: Um, right but i think it's the alternatively immune complexes formed by the antibodies and the spike protein may but there it is right there that's what i believe it is alternatively immune complexes formed by the antibodies and spike protein that may bind to h2 receptor that's what it is i believe i
0: mean but
2: that that would that would i wonder if that there's sort of Becoming free form and translocating into the brain parenchyma. Then,
1: the well, most... keep going because I believe that's what they discuss.
2: Oh, okay, uh, the I brain... believe that's exactly oh, okay. what they <laughs> discussed so, uh, I'm on the right track. Despite brain you on the right track. Yes, to compromise the blood. <laughs> right there, then we found
1: the cellular Next
2: paragraph. Uh, we found cellular infiltrates of macrophages, yep. C D four T cells, and C D eight T cells in COVID nineteen patients. Let's not forget um there's there's evidence out there that SARS um will replicate in C D I uh, I wanna say C D four T cells. Um how did, uh, mirroring these observations, the results of our spatial transcriptomics data demonstrate that the signaling pathways involved in the migration or trafficking of these cells were enhanced in regions rich in Pcam one. So I, I need to know what Pcam one is. This this is the problem with um, all these complement cascades and
0: um, <laughs> that's just
2: in and
1: transcriptions. And... <laughs> yeah, it's
2: it's it's. Well, I'm too old well to commit it to memory. <laughs> like that's what that's what the uh that's what the internet for platelet endothelial cell adhesion molecules oh so um ncam similar to NCAM. right okay um okay uh, that makes sense uh, these included well, again <laughs> it's just uh, whatever these pathways <laughs> are rho gdi p10 g alpha i signaling pathways The cellular infiltrates were predominantly in the perivascular regions yes so parasites i think but so we know that there's data which shows that um parasites are the sort of pathway can be a pathway into the brain so transfection of parasites parasites into astrocytes and then possibly from astrocytes into neurons Okay, so although there were few T cells, CD8 cells, outnumbered CD4 cells, and there were only rare B cells, this suggests that the inflammatory infiltrate was secondary to the leakage of serum proteins into the perivascular regions as macrophages act as scavengers and help with repair process. This is consistent with other studies that have found activated monocytes and macrophage markers in CSF and brain. In one study CD8 positive T cells were further characterised to show that they have both cytotoxic and exhaustion markers Hardly surprising. We observed that the serum proteins such as fibrinogen and complement, were taken up by glia and neurons. There it is. Astrocytosis was also most prominent in the perivascular regions, suggesting that this was secondary,
1: secondary to the vascular. And the next paragraph continues the mechanism. Mm.
2: We also found multifocal loss of neurons in the hindbrain, including the cerebellum. <clears throat> didn't we just read this one? Yeah, we, we read this one.
1: Well, we didn't get to the part. If you go back to the, the we stopped before the neuronophagia.
2: We did. Uh, yeah, the
1: damaged neurons were often closer to the activated macrophages microglia. Oh, and there yeah, was yeah, evidence. Yeah. That, yeah, we didn't get to that.
2: So the damaged neurons were often in close vicinity of the activated macrophages and microglia. There was evidence of neurophagia, suggesting the neuronal injury was second to glial cell.
1: The glial cell activation, which is secondary to the vascular injury. Mm. Yeah. So,
2: well, you, you know, it, it makes sense because you know you, you've got you, you can't just leap into the brain. Right, you've, right. Got, you've got to you've got to sort of degrade that blood-brain barrier, and you know, well, there's multiple there's multiple pathways. There's the sort of axonal transport mechanisms, which, you know, I think I I think that there's enough evidence to suggest that that is a pathway, but you know, when you're when you're sort of dealing with this. Um, systemic assault, this inflammatory, rich is in the chat. So we'll say inflammatory response. Um, the, uh, all of that is going to impact, um, on the, on the ability of the blood brain barrier to maintain integrity. And, you know, that's, and, you know, that's not only Professor Burkhardt's work, but, um, Trying to think of the paper now, but they literally show parasites sort of peeling away within the blood vessels and the sort of basement membrane breaking down. Um, so, yeah, this is, yeah. And then the next
1: sentence neuromaphagia in the brainstem of patients with COVID 19 has been described previously.
0: Mm.
1: So, I think this is how the spike instead going back to sped, mm. is causing the destruction of the brainstem, which is then causing these sudden deaths, particularly when people are, are sleeping. I don't know if anyone saw yesterday, a 37-year-old country music star just mm. got married this weekend, died in his sleep mm. yeah. uh, Sunday or Monday night.
2: Mm. Oh, so just Perfectly a, healthy. few hours after getting married. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I always said marriage bad for your health. But...
1: <laughs> so, so the question is, is how can we we need to look at? Oh, this is, this m- is
2: interesting. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. For mm-hmm. example, no, uh, APD has shown to be upregulated in the brain following HCoV OC43. As insect. you were saying earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, well, um, Spartacus, if he's listening, uh, there's your peroxidated lipids as well. <laughs> um, so, you know, going back to this, to what we started with. Yeah. So this is the OC 43 spike protein and, um, you know, the, so h- here's the issue that we have, you know, with the canonical beta coronavirus infections they don't have the furin cleavage site and it's the furin cleavage site which just allows it to disseminate and, target and break apart other. well it targets so many more tissues yeah. and then once it's targeting all those tissues you, you it, it, of course it's going to be protealized and um, as doing so again uh, the best analogy is just a cluster munition of these toxic peptides Spread. It's carpet bombing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's carpet. peptide carpet carpet bombing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you know this. And my my concern has always always been that those those who are interested in weaponization have keyed into this mechanism, right? Because very few people are gonna. Can make the conceptual jump to it, right? Most people just struggle with viruses in general, right? But in this instance, we've basically got a aerosolized pre energic agent hopping from person to person, and well, we we get down to your question, which is why some are more susceptible than others to the to the outcome and. Yeah, that's just. And worse yet, is it happening in
1: all of us slowly, mm. and uh, the mRNA injection is just accelerating it exponentially. Something that is inevitable over twenty. I mean, this is. I'm sorry, but we have to think about this.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. And we can we think do. about it and talk about it freely, as we're not on. That's not on YouTube, right?
0: So
1: that's. Uh, I mean, is it happening to me? Is it happening to you? I mean, we need. We need. Large scale surveys with MRIs of people's brain stems to see what is going on.
2: Well, maybe a better approach is PET, right? Because there that are. That would work too. There are ligands now, which I'm presuming they've moved on since 10 years ago when I was involved using them, um, that are specific for amyloid and but then you know how many pet machines are available how many people do you um exactly um at least at least those who are long past long long haulers at least they should be being um examined in absolutely and absolutely um and you know I, i i had this you know there's this jabber um you know vaccine lovers on um twitter they always they're always getting me banned but
1: um what is with graham botley i just don't understand that individual
2: um i don't know someone who's uh somehow achieved a little bit of clout on twitter and drunk with power that there was a um a, a report button that enabled him to flag anything that would um, question the orthodox narrative that was being put out by governments. By But look, bureaucrats who have zero understanding of these mechanisms
1: mo- They don't know what's going on. No, they most mo- doctors, mo- doctors don't, dude. <laughs> just- right, most doctors have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, uh, an ER doctor lived across the street from me and he just he all he did was just parrot. But I go, have you thought about this? And he went, no, I never thought. It's like no, of course they don't think about these things. Mm. It's like I I would mention the endothelial issues, the amyloid, the amyloid issues, the uh, you know the the p fifty three issues, and they'd never heard of it. Mm.
0: Mm. And okay.
1: this is an ER doctor. He had never heard of any of it. So the, so it, is anyone reading anything?
2: Well. That's a good question. Um, and m- most people were, uh, but look, what, what do I read? I tend to still focus around the neuroscience and neurology. You know, I listen to you when I find out about all these other, <laughs> other mechanisms, you, <laughs> yeah, sure. right? so, uh, yeah, sure. you know, it, it, it needs many, many people to sort of, come and tackle this problem. So, you know, one person can't be all things. Um, but yeah, it's it's in the current environment in which we find ourselves, particularly one that's so politically dangerous, where they're looking to leverage, um, quote unquote, pandemics as a, as a means of population control. It's incumbent upon you to, if you're not doing the reading, at least doing the listening to those that are doing the reading and it's a good chance to plug your substack <laughs> just follow my substack <laughs> and uh, stay stay up to date because like i say you you're you're going in and pulling out papers that um i wouldn't i wouldn't come across the
1: uh... it takes a lot of work to find this mm. it's it's i mean i spent hours and hours reading reading diving delving just mm. searching and it it's a lot of work mm. But I don't regret a second of it.
2: And you know, just to, to getting back to that, uh, the mutton wankers. The yes, uh, right. So you know, I'm I'm sort of jousting with them on. You know, I, I'm i my own worst enemy just because I, I get I, I just find it funny, dude. It's entertaining. <laughs> um, but uh, so, like, one of their responses was, "Well, oh, the the free free float or." Yeah. Free spike protein in the plasma is only around for seven days where I'm like, well, hang on a minute. It, it doesn't matter if you've cleared it within seven days if you're kicking off these prion cascades. Correct. Like, and th- th- they just can't compute that there would be this lower substrate of disease that you need to take into account. And um, and, and so I'm talking about this amyloidogenic risk and their rebuttal was sending me a cdc link for people with amyloidosis that says you should go and get your your vaccines
1: (laughs) yeah you'll need a wrecking ball in front of your house for 10 minutes to have your house destroyed so i mean it's (laughs) right
2: right and you know who who in the cdc has has thought about the studies and who's, what are they aware of these amyloidogenic sequences? I would say, obviously not. And, you know, Botley will just always block me because he, he, I I just nailed him on the neutrophil elastase, chewing up these, um, chewing up the spike protein and, and, and basically causing this cluster munition carpet bombing like effect within organs and um, you know once once you nail them on one thing <laughs> they'll block you but uh, he's just
1: profoundly stupid is my, is my takeaway he just he thinks he knows so much and he knows absolutely nothing. nothing what is he a flow cytometrist
2: yeah yeah
1: and he dared to write a paper on his experience and i mean he's clearly a malignant narcissist that's that's my just, My unofficial psychiatric diagnosis of Mr. Bartley. Well, he's not, he's, he's not a scientist.
2: He's, <laughs> uh, he's a part-time sheep farmer and um, RPG um, nerd, right? He's, got, he's not in a uh, – he doesn't have the scientific experience or the lab experience to be talking about th- this type of um, pathology. Well, That doesn't
1: even bother me if he would be willing to discuss anything. And to me, that's his cardinal sin, Mm. is the inability to discuss anything. Mm. I mean, I really don't care what his opinions are if he's willing to discuss them. Mm. But the fact that he's not willing to discuss anything means that his opinions are worthless. Mm.
2: And, you know, so my, I guess, uh, point is that We've we've never been in a situation where with gene trans, transfected amyloidogenic sequences, we we
1: don't know. No, and I hope we never are again. <laughs> wow, well, I,
2: I, I, I'm not so sure that that's going to be the right. case because right. um, flu vaccines are going to be this mRNA platform as well, and you know we can look at H1N1. Um, you know, it's got amyloid. And it's
1: less, but. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well I mean it's a shorter um spike sequence. It's sort of right. half the size of um right of the uh SARS spike, but um there's there's no precedent or any preclinical research looking into these long-term effects. And these these are generally long-term disorders. Now, yes, we're seeing what appear to be acute um, responses, or responses is wrong, um, acute manifestations of pathology in some individuals. But again, I would sort of use the the hay fever or allergy type that's a very good analogy. Yeah. Yes. Some people are just going to be um exquisitely sensitive to this. And you know, there's there's just the issue around the variability in how 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 much RNA is being delivered. You know, this this is another thing that sort of um bothered me is the I don't remember his name. Gerardo Gerardo, something like that. This French dude who's going around and saying that all the adverse events are a consequence of the lipid nanoparticle. Well, you know, we know the lipid nanoparticle is inflammatory, but um, there's there's too much overlapping pathology that matches up with these amyloid-like disorders for us to dismiss that and professor Burckhardt's work shows that the spike protein is being expressed and presumably proteolized at the endothelial barrier um, and if that's the case um, that that trumps any theory that you would have by trying to lay everything at the doorstep of the lipid nanoparticle and I, I correct I, and I would extend that further by saying the lip, lipid nanoparticle has been put into billions of people now um the advert or, or, or the cardiac the cancer the um dementia it's not all of them right and so i would my suspicion would be looking at how how much active mrna that they received where it's Deposited around the body because that's going to be highly variable as well as well Yeah, and we just um, I'm I'm just very suspicious of people who would just take a very binary approach to This problem and say it must be this right (laughs) just just one thing and Why can't it be all of those things?
0: Absolutely absolutely yes of course
2: um it's uh...
1: as 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 i as i said to people i have no doubt that there may be a robust immune response Mm. but at what cost Mm. and uh, you know everyone seems to stop there oh a robust immune cdc who all of them Mm. um robust immune response yes but what is the cost of that robust immune response if those complexes are seeding (laughs) <laughs> your yeah. endothelium yeah. it's it's insanity how yeah. could you stop at, at 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 one thing and not look that would be like a chess player looking one move ahead and say yeah. oh i know what to do yeah yeah i'm safe that yeah. would be the same if i want to play a game of chess and make one move look one move ahead and say oh i'm not getting checkmated if i make this move and not looking at what happens moves later when i am checkmated mm-hmm. that's how stupid this is to yeah. just look at a robust immune response and end the conversation there. When I first read that, it struck terror in me mm. when I read the robust immune response. That struck absolute terror in me mm. because it was like, well, let's end the conversation there. No need to look further. Mm. That's like saying my night is safe on D4.
0: Wonderful. Well,
2: and and this this you have to put this in the context of um, that. The vaccines have been shown to I'm calling it, gene transfections have been shown not to stop viral replication the they're holding high levels of virus uh, maybe maybe you can make arguments that it's slightly less uh days but again um how much how how long does it have to be there to trigger these underlying more subtle no not so subtle. subtle is the wrong word pernicious disease mechanisms of prion cascades and well
1: that goes back to what you said with the the hay fever i don't know but there is some mechanism which is putting this i assume on a bell curve mm.
2: well is, is it a bell curve i mean the data i've seen you know we see a peak early it goes down and then potentially sort of three to four months later we're seeing another um, uptick in mortality. And- well, I, I,
1: I'm, I'm, I, I think that there's two different mortality curves you have to look at. I think there's a mortality curve when there's active infection, and then there's a mortality curve of the fallout mm. of the long-term issues. I think there are two mortality curves that we have to... And I think that's why it's confusing everybody. I think everyone's trying to look at a mortality curve and it's two Mm. there is a mortality curve of the acute infections and then there is a mortality curve of the underlying pathologies caused Mm. by the acute infections and that's the problem
2: very eloquently put and thank you sir the you know it's 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 incredibly frustrating to see uh, how the health freedom movement i hate that i hate that term what about what about just uh, I mean, cri- I mean, critical that, thinking? That should
1: be an unnecessary term. That shouldn't even healthy. That that, that 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 I mean, if you you told someone twenty years ago that we would be discussing health freedom, someone told me that I would have laughed in their face and saying mm. you are crazy. I and, would, you know, I I would mean, have said the, that, that three fact years that ago, we have bro. To say that <laughs>
2: three years ago, I'd have said that. Like there there are so many things three years ago that I would I would have just taken as granted and f- figured that we. We had these ethics and um, moral frameworks tied down, right? You know, we we did yeah. Nuremberg, we did Helsinki, we did. Uh, well, most institutes would have an um, ethics board for experimentation, but uh, all of that's just been soaked in gasoline and
1: uh, <laughs> hit with a flamethrower. To well, yeah, you know, it, it goes back, you know. I have a friend. He's a obviously I'm not going to mention his name, but he's a world famous MD PhD. Hmm. And he told me, he goes, "Walter, nobody can fight the WEF." Hmm.
2: And I'm coming to that conclusion. I don't, you know, we're You not, are. You're not. You're not picking up a rifle and um, no, going
1: and storming their chateaus. Right. No, no, no. The, the, the barricades with students at the French Revolution are never happening again. So mm-hmm. yes, correct. And, no.
0: <laughs> and,
2: and so the, the solution that I'm sort of honing in on is to build a clan, a, 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 a community that sort of has a, has a talent stack that enables us to sort of watch what they're doing and so we can make the adjustments to behavior.
1: The thing I object to and what I find abhorrent is why is an economic organization dictating medical discussion mm. Now that's all I want to talk about. Mm. Why is an economic organization dictating medical discourse mm. well, why?
2: because it's a it's a way to monetize and commoditize, behavior that's that's what i would put forward and and but but medical
1: discourse should not of course involve that in the slightest medical discourse is medical discourse why is it being politicized why are people why are there two viruses why is there a virus that doesn't exist, and why is there? You know, I, the, the whole thing is, I'm, I'm I'm being facetious, of course, but politically, why is someone's medical opinion based upon their political affiliation? It's uh, I'm not talking about educated people in the in the matter; I'm talking about the general populace here. Mm. That terrifies me. That someone's medical opinion is aligned with their political belief. Mm. Mm. That is absolutely terrifying.
2: Yeah. And you know that cuts both ways because, um, you know, and how how does it fall? It's it's generally those on the left who are falling in line with the diktats of the state apparatus, but on the other side of the spectrum, there's a, 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 a degree of denial,
1: around, right, which is equally dangerous.
2: Yeah and you know we we don't know the long term consequences of that sequence on the screen
1: right oh i think we do
2: <laughs> well <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> unfortunately uh, as i said in the beginning i wish i was wrong uh, you know i wish what i wish i did not see what i see yeah um, but i see what i see
2: i was i was making a a point yesterday that um so that, that documentary died suddenly. Um, I right hear
1: it's I don't know what. I mean. What? What do you? I. I have not seen it. I have no opinion on it. I have read everything from it's a piece of junk to it's got some. I. I don't know what to think because I haven't watched it yet. What, so what, have you watched it? I watched it. Um, what are you, What? What are your thoughts? Because I will respect your opinion and will will not need to watch it. <laughs> um,
2: there was some important data points in it. Um, so interestingly, they showed. In real time, them, you know, where they're perfusing a corpse, and basically, they start pulling out these. Lar- I, I, I'm making the presumption they're just am- amyloidogenic occlusions that are that are, or aggregations, and that that of itself is um, an important data point that needs to be. Um, honed in on and we need, we need to have proper autopsy and pathology investigations done to definitively define what it is. My problem is, is when they're just saying it's only the vaccine that's doing it. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't buy that. My scientific heckles rise when again, someone would engage in that type of binary thinking.
1: And, you know, what we're... Um, well, then it goes back, oh, if you get COVID, it's just a flu and you have nothing to worry about. This mm-hmm. is all just... See, that's very dangerous because I do not believe that to be true.
2: No. and But there's... To sort of steel man the other side, many people do just get the initial infection and it, it it's essentially... Mild, and they say, Oh, and they shrug it off. The problem is, how how many people that we're seeing keel over, yes, uh, have is that a consequence of prior infection six months ago? For
1: some, absolutely, I'm certain it is. Mm. I, For I, some. I think so.
2: And again, yes, th- then you have the confounding factor that they've gone and mass jabbed people with these amyloidogenic sequences that are, um, g- gonna disperse through the body and into organs that are um, incredibly sensitive to um, th- this type of pathology. It's...
1: Do you know Joseph Trito? No. He wrote a book. Um, I actually translated it from Italian into English to read it. Um, he published it he in the Italian summer of 20...
2: Dang, you, Huh? you speak Italian as well? I can
1: read it. I can't speak it. So I translated it myself. Um, I can send you the translation if you want to read it. Uh, it's fascinating. Um, he talks about the, or, you know, obviously it's absolutely from Wuhan. Um, he lays out a case that makes it unmistakable. And he quotes a British virologist. He won't say who it is, but who said... That what the problem is with SARS-CoV-2 is that it never lets its victim go, mm.
0: Mm.
1: and that's been in here. Yeah. It, this virologist said it in February of
0: 2020
1: mm. yeah. that he, you know, he didn't want to cause alarm, but that SARS-CoV-2 never lets its victim go, mm. and I've been wondering well if that's true then how
2: well i i, I can think of multiple mechanisms Yes, from... and now we can see there's just the issue around that some people very obviously have viral reservoirs because they keep finding um sp- spike protein in
1: in the plasma in the blood um that. but not n protein in in long COVID they're finding the S protein but not the n protein which wow. to me means yes there's a paper in long COVID it's just the spike protein they're finding not the n protein do have that so paper. what that tells me is that and this happens there is a section of the RNA that creates the spike that is being preserved and replicated in cells it's not the entire virion that's being reproduced it is just the spike yeah so and, I, I wonder um, if
2: it's being reverse transcribed into the nucleus and
1: um it could be and that is simply the spike mm. because that's all they're finding in those long covid is just the spike protein it's not the end protein I, so therefore I, I, the entire virus is not being replicated
2: I'd love to see that paper. I'd love to see that paper because let me see if I can find it. I I I would have made the presumption that some somewhere like the gut or a sort of immunoprivileged region is um, acting as a reservoir and it's kind of spitting out um, virions at a sort of low rate and that's that's what's causing the issues. But if they're if they're not here, it is.
1: Uh, if you'd like to bring this up, let me get back to Zoom. SARS CoV 2. It's just but a spike protein. Mm.
2: Let's see. Can we get the study? Persistent circulating SARS CoV 2. So, yeah. Okay. There it is. That's it. Diagnosis and management of PASC poses an ongoing medical challenging. Identifying biomarkers with Pax would... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We analyze PASC samples collected from a cohort of PASC and COVID-19 patients to quantify circulating viral antigens and inflammatory markers. Strikingly, we detect SARS-CoV-2 spike antigen in a majority of PASC patients up to 12 months post-diagnosis. Okay. Uh, Furthermore, the temporal antigen profiles for many patients show the presence of spike at multiple time points. Um... Doesn't mention anything about N protein. Um, doesn't. Uh, here we go. You seem previously. Developed an optimized ultrasound yeah, 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 including S1 subunit, full-length spike, nucleocapsid, and the collected plants. Figure one. And of course, as a, uh, we're going to have to hunt through the paper for the diagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the preprints, but uh, it's always it's always a mess. <laughs> and, uh, so. Let's see. So look,
1: there's no N, it's just S. Mm. God, why would that be? Well, for what I'm saying, that it is being transcribed only. And probably in the endothelium. Other places too, most likely.
2: I mean... But that that presumes that the you've got a leader sequence just on the spike genome that's enabling its transcription. Well, could
1: you insert that? I mean, I, I...
2: well, I think I think it would I think it would be reported that that it is there already, and I I, I, I I'm unaware of any paper that's.
1: I am also unaware of any paper.
2: I mean, the, the most plausible mechanism that I can think of is that somehow this, just the spike genome is being incorporated into the chromosomal...
1: Well, that's very bad, if true.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. Because that has multiple implications for right. um, germ lines and whatnot, but um, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say I, I doubt these authors' findings. I don't either. But um, it is a it is a head scratcher.
1: Yes, I've been trying to figure it out for weeks, mm. and the only thing I can come up with is that that particular sequence maybe so maybe it's maybe it's in the the site maybe that particular sequence is in the site the ribosomes are only translating that particular sequence but why would that mrna survive and not what what's right. replicating that rna why is that mrna being transcribed why and how and it, it there has
2: to be a leading Sequence was it poly A no not poly A tail, um, but there has to there has to be a mechanism for it to latch into the ribosome, and it, right and and I I would I would make the presumption that someone would have pointed that out right now or, or by Well, maybe now. no one's
1: looked for it. I don't know.
2: It it I would presume it would just come from the sequencing data.
1: Um, I mean, I I remember. Can um, it be modified post transcriptionally?
2: I I don't have enough. Do you know I don't me? have enough knowledge either.
1: Mm. But this, is, I, I have. It's a thought. And it is possible that it could be post trans post transcription. We that's a tongue twister. Modified. Well,
2: <laughs> you know what? I remember that there was a paper that was basically saying that there was um. Overlap unspecific yeah I think um, I'm trying to restart the stream
1: interesting right when we're talking about this issue
2: yeah it's gone back up onto okay good Um, rumble rumble no oh no it says
1: streaming on rumble Okay, good. So maybe it was just that maybe they've been going for... Sometimes when it goes for a certain time, it automatically cuts off on some platforms. Uh,
2: not usually. I mean, I did a five-hour stream with um, Spartacus the other day. I didn't have a problem. Um, But, well, may, m- maybe that's a good...
1: It could be a glitch.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll put that down to a glitch, dude, but... Um, yeah, you know we were we were treading into the hypothetical weeds somewhat. I, I'm going to have to read this paper and
1: yes, let me know your thoughts because I think it's extremely important because there's no end in long COVID. It's just S mm. and it's coming from somewhere. Obviously, it's not.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know the um, the presumption would be you know. Well the gut is always one uh one area of concern. But then
1: you would have the N as well. It's it's just the S, that's the problem. Mm. Um, the
2: Yeah it's network. If it's network. Well, yeah. Um it's dropped everywhere. Again oh, Um Well, that's just what simon is telling me um but sorry dude we were just (laughs) this this is the world in which we find ourselves right now and like i say i can i can only see it getting um worse and the rumble is good i'm live 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 on wtyl um so it's working it, it it is working okay good um but i don't know how many we probably lost a hundred people
1: um how many are watching
2: uh oh it says hundred and thirty hundred and sixty still so
1: well that's fine
2: <laughs> okay um yeah i don't folks i don't i don't know what happened there um we're live on Twitch. Oh, good. But yeah, it's it's in- incredibly frustrating to have to sort of deal with this type of stuff on a, on a day, daily basis.
1: Well, like I said, everything everything is valid medical discourse. None of this is, mm. n- none of this is 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 you know Martians landing and injecting people with green fluids or. <laughs> well, it's
2: this, but this is the, um, well you know it's why it's why i've said i'm not I'm not going back to YouTube because they were, they're just striking for inane reasons like i i don't did you see the stream I did with um Charles when I was in the u s and we no I haven't so we did uh, sort of two two streams um talking about the validity of uh, the diffuse documents and sort of how how important they are as um for you know, just trying to spike their tyres somewhat. And you know, maybe maybe that's a, a discussion we can sort of get into a little bit. Um the um but we're talking about the how complicit the narrative control is so so from Fauci down, you know, all all the group that were involved in those early email exchanges and you know what we've got on email um FOIA release is damning enough we don't know what they were doing on those burner phones right <laughs> we, we know oh, you're right, right? We, we know that they're burner phones because that's straight from Farah's mouth right um and so and you know their their modus operandi was specifically to squelch anything that would um point or, or discuss a lab origin around SARS CoV 2. And you know, that's damning in and of itself, but then we we have the collusion between the state and big tech. Big tech, active. which is proven. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's in in your face, uh, proven. And we we're always fighting uphill in in this regard and you know and so myself and charles were spending oh it, it was like 8 hours over two streams talking about the importance of having a whistleblower from within DARPA released the diffuse document to show that 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 is literally a um, step-by-step guide to creating SARS-CoV-2 as an agent and um, I was I had it streaming out on two different YouTube channels and they both got struck and there were there were no strikes on those channels they just zapped the channel both channels completely permanently yeah permanently just took those channels out
1: out of the blue no warning no warning nothing
2: yeah just just nuke them and the well in the last 24 hours you know my my sort of larger youtube channel um they took down as well and you know i was i was walking a very you know i was being within the terms of service right? And um, wasn't playing the more edgy (laughs) elements on my soundboard. Um, And yeah, they just nuke that as well. No, no reason given. Um, Well,
1: Archmetic put up yesterday that I guess Synaptic got suspended.
2: Yeah, the the Twitter account. I mean, just for yeah. just for six days, but that's me just shit posting with that bot. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, Arkmatic <laughs>
1: put that out yesterday. So. <laughs> I didn't know why. I just saw it in his feed. But um,
2: you know, again, it, 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 we're dealing with people who have a um, well, they've, they've 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 bought into the narrative, right? And you you have you have to remember. What, you're gonna tell these people who were ardent believers in the in the technology that what you've you've now just gone and exposed yourself to pre-energic agents that um by any normal metric shouldn't have been allowed or, or, or would have never been allowed they they don't want to cognitively process that and so are go- are gonna actively Engage in trying to squelch that information so And you know, there's millions and millions of people who have who have bought into it
1: Well, I, I was on the front page of the expose a few days ago Oh, you were? and <laughs> yeah, bravo, sir <laughs> Thank you And, um, you know, I was I don't want to be that guy i want my work taken seriously i don't want to be saying oh he's a conspiracy theorist i want my work taken seriously
0: Mm.
1: and i was talking with with um with several um md phds and 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 one said walter it doesn't matter what platforms are thought of the truth is the truth Mm. so i i appreciate that But I also don't want, you know, I don't want to be dismissed because of who quotes me. Mm. I don't want to run into that. That concerns me.
2: Yeah, but I I would just say this. Um, We're in a fight for our lives right now. Oh,
1: for for sure.
2: And so any, any avenue that can just keep getting this information out we should use and um you know damn their eyes for um for making us have to go
1: through those avenues it's ridiculous Mm. i i I can't believe people are being attacked for discussing science I, I, i i i honestly cannot believe it's happening i i can't to me this is this is it's People don't understand that we are living in the absolute worst possible time to be alive. Mm. Yeah, people don't understand that yet. Mm. This is the worst time to be alive, because you can't.
2: I I would just say that when you when you think how many people or, or talking head scientists and institutes who are literally on the chopping block right now, should a critical mass of enough people's realize what's happened over the last few years. And that starts from lab, well, it doesn't just start with the lab origin. It starts with the decades of research, which led up to this point that they've actively tried to hide from the public and gaslight the public. And had they got their way, they would have had everyone believing that it was a consequence of those filthy Chinese eating bats in caves in yunnan right Uh, right and and the follow-on from that is all these programs which they're still trying to unleash onto the public which is nature's too dangerous we're gonna have to now um constrain your movements and peer into your activities to make sure that it doesn't happen again whereas if we're in a position to be able to say, well, hang on a minute, this, was, this is a consequence of DOD-funded programs that have, uh, I, I don't want to say spun out of control, I want to say that have been maliciously used and positioned to bring about the, you know, the oligarch wef wet dream. But, you know, Stalin could only, well, he even picture a, 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 a set of mechanisms that they could bring into play like they're trying to right now.
1: I'm just, I mean, I'm simply just immensely sad that the world is in a state that I could never have imagined when I was young. Mm. And, and the fact that people seem to be okay with it greatly bothers me. Mm. Um, that's an understatement. But th- what concerns me is that with the technology now available, it's possible that tens of millions of voices can be silenced mm. and never heard. Yeah, and it is so easy to do. Yeah,
2: well, it's already been
1: done. Hundreds but... of millions, a billion voices mm. can be muted mm. without uh, uh, anyone. Have you got moving. your
2: Twitter account back yet? Mine hasn't come back.
1: No, of course not. I, I think it's all. I think it's all um, BS. Mm. I don't think anyone's coming
0: back
2: mm. well unless you're uh jordan Peterson, unless you're
1: donald trump yeah, and donald then
2: trump. and then you can come back <laughs> yeah and uh, i guess well, you have to
1: be a former world leader to to get your account back on twitter so
2: uh, hang on p- people unfortunately
1: are, i'm not bad
2: p- people are asking as we're discussing that i stop the screen share just so people can see us um uh, okay talking so uh, if you want to get back to paper just let me know but the uh, you know I, I, I know I don't have to convince you about the the individuals and and the programs that sort of got us to this point. the the real The real concern here is just, in my mind, they've they've pushed all their chips in right now, and there, there's no go there's no going back for them, right? So they they have to try and follow through on this globalized surveillance surveillance state and you know i I, i've had a bunch of papers that um i wanted to sort of get ready but you know it's disturbing that all of them have this premise that the next pandemic is coming right and
1: well did you see uh john uh the the excellent youtuber uh john and um the PhD nurse instructor. Campbell. Nurse Campbell. Yeah, John Campbell. Did you see his excellent presentation on the next pandemic and how it's gonna be governed by the WHO treaty? Uh,
2: I haven't seen that. I'm I'm Oh, uh, it's an excellent, excellent. I'm not a fan of him, to tell the truth. I just, oh you're not? Oh, okay. Well he 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 um, he bought Hook Hook Line and Sinker, the Orthodox line, right at the beginning. Well, he's not
1: doing that now.
2: Uh, he's not doing that now, but then you know how much blood is on his hands to begin? He, with? I mean he did,
1: you're right, he did uh, but I mean he is he is seeing the error of his ways
2: yeah, I th- and I, I don't want to get into a sort of purity spiral and you know if he's getting the word out, then okay, we should again take the winds where you can get them precisely uh, that's my that's my view but yeah the but I mean you are right. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of atonement too. <laughs> yeah, you
1: are correct about that. I'm you're you're not going to get any argument from me. And but so- at least he is now like Wait a minute. What was I? But he's but I think it's important because I think a lot of people are doing the same thing. Mm. I think it's very important to see what he's going through. Mm. Because a lot of people did the exact same thing and are now thinking why did I do that?
0: Mm.
1: But mm. then again, all throughout history, people have said, why did I Mm. follow the baddies? Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And, you know, there's always that perennial question, you know, how come Germany ended up doing what it was, what it, and, you know, that's a very superficial way of looking at it. But yeah, just, just see how many people followed the official line that weren't skeptical of what they were being told from the very beginning. And, you know, there was, there was a, very, very few people that stood up and said, hey, there's there's a problem with this data as it relates to the lab origin. There was the, absolutely um, crazy um, suppression of the Pradnan paper and the HIV insert. And he
1: saw it right away. Mm. He saw it immediately. Mm. And... and I knew he was right. Mm. Yep. And, you know, I couldn't believe that paper was retracted. I was like, what? That's when I also knew something was very, very wrong. Yeah, yeah. that that, that,
2: that for me was like one of the big red flag. Yeah. I mean, I I had I I sort of was highly suspicious anyway, just because I had early contact with SARS and I was like, hey, that's uh, (laughs) that's not normal. That's not that's no not, uh,
1: not at all. That that was what really made that. That was one of the key things that drove me to research even more. Mm. when i saw that it's like something is very wrong
0: here mm. so <laughs> and
2: you know the, and we're still we're still sort of um that there's the question around the furing cleavage site. look just yesterday um fauci was on some i don't know breakfast program i guess and basically he's saying well yeah it could be a lab leak but it's not uh lab origin but it's not anything that nih funded uh hang on a minute <laughs> hang on, we've we've got those diffuse documents and I I know, right, that um, I I spoke with uh, Jeffrey Sachs and um, he wanted to do the discussion in private but um, he relayed that, that, so their excuse is that the project wasn't funded and so there was no, of course, there's nothing to worry about whereas I will I will tell you as a I was a research scientist sort of fishing for grants all the time that you you do that work prior to right and you're always you know you have it in the bank and then you're trying to get money for your for your research etc
0: yeah, it's
1: just like a film composer all the themes for Star Wars he had written just to have on file years mm-hmm. before even the movie was considered and he just pulled them out to you so yeah. same thing
2: yeah yeah and um Sachs spoke with one of the reviewers of the or, or knew that they'd already done much of the work, right? So, you know, we have and you know, love or hate him. Um, Jeffrey Sachs has at least sort of dragged it into the public domain the idea that a lab origin was a viable hypothesis, and for that. Um we owe him a debt of gratitude do i do I buy into his um premise that we need that we need the world health organization and new transnational organized essentially deep state oligarch apparatus that's coming to engage in covert moral bio enhancement on you They will do everything to shut me down um you know i'm not uh Where's my head? Sorry, um, there we go. Should come up. Uh, I'm not overtly concerned for my physical safety at this point. I, they probably consider us just an irritation that can be contained um, via censorship, and um, you know, my my goal is just to make sure that we have a clan a clan that will succeed across time, right, um, you know, I will imbue into my children the fight that they're involved in, I can't make them pick up the sword, I guess, or the pen, or the streaming, or the camera, whatever whatever way to you want to describe the metaphor, but, um, you know, it's, it's tough work. Simon works really, really hard in the background, um, trying to keep all this stuff up and running, um, trying to make it possible that you can, that you're not relying on Peter Thiel's Rumble anymore. Um, and you know, it should it should be it should be a um, priority to try to build these platforms out. And, you know, you can do that by making channels and uploading information to those channels, okay? Um, Try to to look at it as a sort of archiving-like project um, because we don't know how this... how the future is going to play out. And as I was just saying to Walter, these people are all in, right? They're making their goals known to you and we have very very little recourse and as much as I'm trying to pursue or help with the legal aspect of it um I don't know how much we can trust courts and judges and um corrupt politicians I I don't I'm I'm in my darker moments, I I wonder what the point is, but we you have to try, right? Because th- th- unfortunately, what what happens at when that process ends? <laughs> it's we <laughs> can just look at history, and it's usually painful and bloody and um, terrorizing. And you know, if we can avoid that, then um, I'm going to work because of it. Uh, it's only prob the most expensive thing to try to do because the amount of traffic and video processing, etc. Yeah, I, I I get it. Um, and look, the wh- what else do we do? Right, you, you can't rely on YouTube. Um, I, I'll speak with Simon um, about probably what went wrong. I don't know if it was just a restream issue. Um but the they, they they will look to shut us down all the time. And if this platform goes that you're watching on right now, what's left? What's left? What you're just gonna listen to Nurse Campbell <laughs> uh, Looking at what you've been lied about in history is a better use of time than Netflix. I agree. I agree. Um, and, you know, it's it's for your children's sake. Right? Because, well, if you don't do that, you're just basically feeding your children to Moloch. Carrier pigeons. <laughs> well, you know, um, it may come to that. Only thing left is Alex Jones band video yeah but no one else is, no one else can use that platform. I guess there's Rockfin maybe um i should I should look to stream on that as well but um you know I'm encouraged that without youtube we we were we had hundred and seventy people watching and we were able to go over some very very important pathophysiology pathophysiology that you should be aware about. Because um I don't think it's just going down the stupid Peter's route and saying it's all just
0: vaccine
2: mm. uh, um, scientifically that's a uh it's a non starter in my view. Um we could make channels and give them to you to get banned later. Pirate stream like T does. I don't know what pirate stream means. Um can't name can't name Rofkin. What about Gab? Um Gab. Uh what was the issue with Gab? I was looking at it and oh, it's for people within the US only. That's the problem with Gab. Um let's see. Uh, for chat and file sharing, tox is good, Retroshare is good, but harder to set up. And, you know, that's some of the projects that we're trying to set up, which is sort of archiving of material that, um, you know, it's difficult to find on the internet right now. Um, you know, there's, there's not a, um, it's not just the streaming that we're trying to do. So, you know, there's, there's lots of work to do. And I, I, w- I would just say this, it, you know, if there's someone with front end coding skills, right, that would want to help, has some time to spare, please let me know because um, Simon could really do with some uh, extra hands at the pump uh, in that respect. And it will help tidy up the platform so that other people will want to use it um the <laughs> you know have to make new regulations for the embalmers yeah <laughs> you just go you're just going straight into the ovens <laughs> cremation cremation straight away yeah i i could see that all right folks uh i'm out of here I'm, oh well let me just see if uh i know there was a What do you call it someone bought me a coffee so um, Luxellian thank you very much for the coffee and let me just see if anyone sent anything via the tip jar and oh we got a bunch um, I better just say thank you then um, I want to say thank you to someone in Illinois uh, whoever that was much much appreciated let me go back real quick. Um, let's see. Uh, Calgary, Canada. Thank you. And uh, I've done done well on donos today. Um, this one. Uh, Bay Area. Thank you. And, you know, that's something that we need to sort of set up, that we get an alert that um, the tip jar has been activated. And let's see. Um, Florida. Thank you. And finally, whoops. Uh, Finally, um, New Zealand. Thank you very much. All right, folks. Um let's see. Yeah, we can upload uh Charles's conversation to WTYL. Um but uh yeah, just one final plea. Like I say, if there's someone out there who's uh a whiz with um front end coding, um please Get in touch with me. Um, We could use your help. And Simon's just informed me that restream status page says major issue. Yeah, Um, I think we found that out. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you for listening. And um, the next stream, I want to be looking at British Medical Journal, um, Understanding and Neutralizing COVID Mis- and Disinformation um we'll have a look what these uh dribbling wank stains have to say right take care god bless see you in the next one
1: bro you don't know how angry i am you do I'm like I was just leaving for fucking work you do not understand how fucking pissed off after reading that little one i would be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine fuck these peppers I will fucking kill these fucking dapper, I swear! There's no fucking joke anymore! This is fucking dead serious! I am fucking dead serious! These people don't know who the fuck they actually saying to. Fuck these channels. No fucking vaccine or MRA or
2: So
0: All that